Welcome to What the Hell is Advertising? The podcast for young professionals in the advertising and marketing industries. I'm Carly. And I'm Noah. And each week we will talk with fresh talent and seasoned pros to discuss post-grad life, stories from their victories and missteps along the way, and ask the big question, what the hell is advertising? Hey friends, we're back. Oh my gosh. Welcome to this third episode of this season. I guess technically also episode 15. Well, I don't know what how we're naming our episodes anymore. But Three anyway. or 15. It's the same thing. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we have we have our good friend Marissa on the pod. We're so excited. Um, but yeah, let's do this. I'm Noah, by the way. And I'm Carly, by the way. And, and- Marissa's our guest, by the way. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, Marissa. Hey, this is Marissa. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Listen, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into okay. it today. We're going to talk about all things Marissa and grad school. Are we ready? <laughs> Let's do it. I feel like I'm, I'm hyping ourselves up. Anna, are you ready? Martina, are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's do this. Marissa, we know you. You're our friend, but tell tell the world who you are. Marissa, tell us about yourself. Okay. Okay. So I am a digital community manager at the Daily Group. Um, and then on the side, I also am a student at SMU. I'm in an MBA program that requires you to work full time. So other than that, I also do um, some photography. And yeah, I do some content creation at work. That's like my favorite thing to do. And I'm an ex-journalist, I guess. It sounds dramatic when I say it like that, but (laughs) I used to work at a magazine and interned at different magazines and newspapers. We love it. Okay, Miss (laughs) Ma'am. I kind of like ex-journalist. It does sound so dramatic. well because it does feel like I sold out and like I'm now on the other side of things like I'm no longer reporting I'm just like selling stuff so it does feel like a little dark like I'm an ex-journalist I left that side oh my gosh I think that's a thing I really do think that's a thing that people say so (laughs) anyways (laughs) not that that mattered (laughs) we're just validating you okay thank you I need the validation (laughs) well honestly I love your journey and I love how you've made your way into advertising and I think we're lucky to have you for sure um so do you want to go in a little bit into why you chose advertising and like why you end or I mean kind of how you ended up here yeah of course Um, So I transferred to UNT and I had always been told I was good at writing like in high school and stuff. So I was just like, okay, let's go with journalism. That sounds pretty easy. Um, And then I was doing the program and I had to take an intro to advertising class, which I actually had never really thought about advertising as a career. Like it was so not in my realm of like thought. And I had my first intro to advertising class and it was so fun it was dr sherry Boyles. yes yes <laughs> okay dr b dr b yes uh, she was awesome i really liked her and so 
between journalism, I had also kind of teetered with the idea of doing anthropology because I loved culture. That ended up being my minor. So I had already taken a few anthropology courses before. And so I already love culture and studying that. And then going into advertising, I realized that um, it had a big part in culture, like the big campaigns mm -hmm. that have been going on in America, like got milk, just do it. Like those are impacting culture. And so I kind of fell in love with that idea and wanted to be a part of that. And I started doing the media tours, shout out to, I forgot the name, DFW Alliance Media something. Yeah, tour. Women's Alliance. And something. There like we that. go. Yes. And so we got to see like an agency and a broadcast studio, a radio, like just kind of getting into it and seeing what it was about. Like I realized I really had an interest in media and I still didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I ended up getting my degree in digital and print news solely because I didn't want to graduate a semester later than I had to. And I would, <laughs> I did advertising. So yeah. that was solely just me being like, let me take the faster route and get done with this. Uh, but then once I graduated, I got a job as an editor for a neighborhood magazine in Dallas. So kind of really learning how to write, um, really learning how to write in different tones and voices because I was really writing for a demographic that I had no relation to. Um, like financially or um, I guess like ethnically, like I really didn't have anything in common with my audience. So kind of just learning how to write more unbiased. And that kind of mm. led me to social media because I enjoyed doing that. And I feel like that's kind of what I do every day now too, like writing for people in Rimrock or Billings, Montana. <laughs> like I have nothing in common <laughs> with these people, but, and I don't really know it, but just kind of learning how to have like a great voice for any kind of writing. Honestly, that's such a good little knickknack, I guess you would say, like writing for target audiences that you have no, no education. Well, not education, but no, um, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Knowledge on? <laughs> yeah, I guess knowledge. I That's hard. That's hard because you're trying to connect mm -hmm. with this audience and you're like, um, how to speak to people in Billings, Montana, but you really got to do the research. You have to like find out who they are, what they like, what they do before you write, even if it's just a short form post. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Marissa, you're fascinating. So after working at the neighborhood magazine, you came to the daily group and then you pursued your MBA, right? So what, what pushed you to pursue getting your master's? So I was never interested in business. Like you couldn't have paid me to get my undergrad in business. And I don't know what shifted. It's kind of interesting. Like as soon as I started at the daily group, I think just like seeing good leadership skills and seeing how to manage, because I'm just giving a preface, my last management was not great. So kind of switching from a not great management to a really great management style um, made me interested, like, how do you become a good leader? Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people are kind of born with those skills. Some people have to work on those skills. Um, and so really going to grad school sounded like a great option. Um, and especially with an MBA, like my first class was managing and leading people, which was like already sparking my interest because that also involved like some like sociology, um, psychology, stuff like that, personality yeah. types. 
So it was more than just like numbers and data for me. Like it's more of like the getting to know people and how to be a better leader that intrigued me in an MBA. Because I'm in economics and accounting right now. And I couldn't tell you how much I don't care about those things. But I do like the... I can tell you how much you don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I really just, I can't. I can't care about it. Economics is a little bit better because it's a bit more philosophical. Like, is this okay to do? And um, like, I disagree with so many of my classmates on so many things. It's crazy, but um, it's just like interesting what courses I'm, I'm like really into. Oh, did that record that? Yeah. <laughs> what, what courses I'm really into and what courses I'm not into. That's what we love it. We love it. And listen, preface guys, we're not audio engineers here. So if we ever go out, that's okay. Halfway through, I realized my AirPods were on, but I fully have them in my ear. So just go with the flow. This is not called what the hell is audio engineering. Oh, what the hell oh is God. audio engineering? I have no clue. No idea. Well, what would you say like, Okay. Getting into grad school, I know you were kind of just like, I mean, I remember you being like, yeah, I think I'm going to do grad school. And then like the next day you were like, yeah, I'm in enrolled in grad school. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think kind of going off the outline, was there just like a, like, I know you kind of said you had an aha moment with leadership, but when you like joined, were you still kind of iffy about it? Were you like, this is, am I sure I want to do this? Or were you like, yeah, no, I'm dead set. I know there's definitely still days now that I'm like, am I sure I want to be doing this? Yeah. Like, I think that there's always going to be that little part of me that's like, what am I doing? Like we're talking about if you worked at an electric company, would you shut the power off like an elderly home? Mm-hmm. Like we talked about that. And like, so no. like I, like me, I would be like, no, never. Like I don't yeah. care if these elderly people owe thousands of dollars. So there are moments in the class where I'm just like, is this right for me? But I yeah. think the fact that I have a different opinion, like there were kids in my class who said, yeah, shut the power off. So I think mm. that the fact Give that I names. do have such a different opinion, I know, right? I do have a different opinion means like I should be there because like there yeah. needs to be more people who have differing opinions in these mm-hmm. courses to kind for of sure. challenge those thoughts. So yeah, no, there are definitely days where I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> days where I'm like staying up late and I'm like, oh, this is horrible. Like I could be enjoying my free time, but yeah. overall, this sounds like I really hate it, but I promise I don't. I really do enjoy <laughs> it. Well, I was going to say it's good. It's like good to hear that you don't have to 100% be, you don't have to be 100% about something all the time. Like you can still question it and like work hard. And I don't think I mean, some, there's going to be some things that you are 100% on and some days you're going to be like, why am I doing this? But like, that's just showbiz baby. And you don't, (laughs) I just like, you don't have to take yourself that seriously, you know, like just go with the flow. So I think it's like good to hear you who's working a full-time job and balancing MBA being like, yeah, some days I'm like, yeah, I'm very passionate about this. And some days I question it. And that's just, that's just, it is what it is, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I think especially with grad school, because it is so optional, like it is not Mm -hmm. required at all for anybody. Like you can really do whatever. 
Um, I mean, obviously not if you want to be like a doctor or something, but like in the business <laughs> world, you can, advertising, especially like you don't need um, a graduate degree. So when it's so optional, it is really easy to be like, okay, why am I doing this? But I think it's also good to like remind yourself in those moments, like why you want to do it? Like, why did you ask people about this program? Like what made you curious about this in the beginning? Mm -hmm. And like with the SMU program, it really was one of my friends who I reached out to. She said like nothing but great things about the program and just how encouraging it is and how you can meet so many people and you learn so much that made me really want to join because I had reached out to another friend who went to a different program and she kind of had only negative things to say. Mm. So I feel like it, like no matter what you do, like you're going to hear positive and negative, but what you need to ask is like students because like a student is a disgruntled student is going to tell you the honest truth. And like at the end of the day, like that's the opinion that matters. And I don't think at the end of the day, I'm a disgruntled student. I love it. <laughs> and I think each, I mean, I am I, not going to say this with 100% certainty, but like from the outside in, I would definitely say each program is so unique and so one, mm -hmm. so its own, you know, uh, I mean, even just you know, when we were talking to John last week, talking about like his grad school journey and how it was a lot more like analytics and data driven, like that is the opposite of what I would ever want to, you know, be interested in. But oh, yeah. There, there are mm -hmm. also name programs with the exact same name, um, exact same degree that you would get. And it really, it's really not data driven and not um, analytics driven and it's really more taking a look at advertising from a social perspective and getting more of that like yeah. anthrop anthropology <laughs> um, view <laughs> on um, advertising and society so you know mm -hmm. I just think it's so interesting that not all MBA programs are created equally definitely not all grad school programs um, I For mean sure. I think MBA is definitely obviously more businessy but I mean there's so many different options that people can go down, go down the path of to get, to go into grad school. But anyway, my question, <laughs> my question <laughs> is, <laughs> I just kind of got lost. Um, okay. So what would you say to someone who's thinking about going to grad school? So maybe like someone in their senior year right now, they're about to graduate undergrad mm -hmm. and they don't know if they want to go to grad school or if they just want to go straight into the workforce. So I would say definitely take some time in between school, like even if it's just like a good month, I think take some time to yourself to really deliberate these ideas, like don't rush into a program, just because like they might offer you money or you think it sounds impressive, like I would say take some time to really research it and reach out to people. Like I said, like disgruntled students, like hit someone up on LinkedIn and be like, hey, like I saw you're in this program. I'm thinking of applying, like, what do you, what do you have to say about it? Um, I would say like reaching out to people was the best thing that I did because it really helped me decide where I wanted to go. Um, and I would also say like, just don't, don't jump on just any opportunity, like make sure it's the right one. Because mm -hmm. um, I had also got like the Master of Arts in Advertising and that one required that you don't work. And I was like, well, I love my job. I don't want to leave my job. I want a program that I could still work at. And I don't know. I think it, it's just like so easy to get caught up in like what you think you should do versus like what you should actually do for yourself. So I would just take the time to really think it out 
And like, even now I still have thoughts. Like I'm like, Oh, like maybe I should have just done like an MS in management. Like maybe that would have been easier. Um, but obviously that wasn't the right decision because it was also going to interrupt with work and I really enjoy working. So it just kind of depends on what your needs and your wants are and like kind of creating like a little Venn diagram of like want and need and like finding a good middle of what fits all those things. Okay, Miss Balance, I'm <laughs> living for it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, I like the Venn well, diagram. Yeah. We love the diagrams. <laughs> <laughs> After every question, we're just like, yes, queen, pop off. Yes. Well, speaking of, speaking of balance. Uh-huh. The balance question, ding, ding. What are some tools and tricks that you use to keep a balance with work, life, and school? Marissa, give us the answer. So um, I, I don't know if I'm the greatest with balance, but I really do try. So before the program, I was really bad at working way past like the time I should stop working, you know, working from home, like it's already so hard to have those boundaries because you're mm-hmm. like, when am I really done working or when am I really at home? Cause you're home all day. So like, I had a really bad habit of like at five 30, moving to the couch, watching Netflix and like still working for a few hours. But like, in my mind, I was like, no, it's fine. I'm watching Netflix. Like it's fine that I'm doing some extra stuff after hours. And once I started school, I was just like, you know, I can't do that. Like, I really need to just like stick to designated times. And obviously, like some days you start at 830, some days you start at nine and like you try to work in your eight hours. And so I'm not done at 530 every single day, but I do try to like limit that like casual working time after Mm -hmm. work. Like, I'm just like, no, I need to be done at six um, because I like want to work out before class or like I want to be done right at 530 so I can go do groceries like I feel like being more strict with my time has helped a lot Mm -hmm. um, which is like obviously easier said than done but I think I have gotten better at that I also have like a calendar for everything I have an agenda like I have three planners I feel like I have to like see things digitally and I have to write it down like I really need it all out in one place for me constantly Mm -hmm. Uh, but having a school planner and having a work planner has really helped a lot too because I like can really keep it divided in my brain of like what do I need to do right now for work and what do I need to do later on for school Um, also meditation is the last thing I'll list because I feel like I've listed a bunch of things (laughs) but I do like to meditate I haven't been great at it lately but I'll meditate in the morning and I'll think of three qualities that I want to have during the day. And so sometimes for the work day, I think I'll do patient, helpful, and productive. Um, and I think those really helped me through like, just like being a better coworker and being a better employee, um, having like those three things in my mindset. And I've noticed like when I don't meditate, like I do notice a difference in my work ethic and in my way that I go about things. So just like having that time in the morning to like clear your head, I think makes a huge difference too. Yeah. And as someone who works with Marissa directly every single day, I, minus Saturday and Sunday, I, her three words, when she told me about how she meditates in the morning and chooses the three words, I was like, I can so tell that you do that. Like she's just a great employee. And so I started doing it because Marissa said it and y'all, you got to try it. (laughs) you have to try it. It's so great. It's kind of just like, um, I feel like 
a discipline with yourself, you know, like if you have those three words in the back of your mind, rather than fighting someone over something that's like stupid and not that important, you can be like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be patient and just move, shift my energy elsewhere. So yeah, love that tidbit, Marissa. Yeah. Now it's my turn to start doing that. (laughs) What would your three words be then? I feel like, would you do patient, helpful, and productive? Ooh, okay. Positive. Okay, that's a good one. Um, (laughs) A word for, we can do this. (laughs) And and cheerful. Cheerful. I like cheerful. Okay. That was my word for, we can do this. So you still have to choose one more. (laughs) Cheerful, positive, and patient patient i i I honestly i catch myself a lot throughout the day just small things that just in my mind i'm like it should go this way and then when it doesn't i'm someone who i catch myself and i'm need to tell myself like girl it's okay just calm down be patient so i'm gonna start doing that (laughs) now it's my turn now that y'all do your little meditation (laughs) because i catch myself Um... honestly instead of meditating i just smile and it's kind of creepy and I kind of don't like it, but I'll just catch So myself. every time you smile at us, you're thinking in your head, I'm going to kill this person. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I'm like, before I hop on a call or before I like start something that I really don't want to do, I just sit there and I smile. I can just see I, Noah on. sitting on his camera waiting for people to join oh smiling. God. Hey, it sounds a little manic. Sounds a little manic. (laughs) (laughs) Like just a tiny bit. (laughs) So your meditation might be the way to go. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, so our last kind of grad school question um is has there been anything that you've been able to take away from the program since you've started um that you've been able to kind of use in your everyday job or life? even yeah so I think that there's been a lot of little things like big textbook kind of concepts yeah like those definitely help but I think like the more nuancey things have been helpful like being like I mentioned earlier like a natural leader some people don't have those abilities and so kind of learning how you can pick up those abilities like having clear expectations communicating well like progress development, all those types of things. I feel like I've helped me communicate better with like my team because before at my last job, I was like kind of a lone wolf. Like I was the editor of my own little magazine. Like I really worked by myself. So switching to the daily group, like I had a little cohort basically of like employees that we all started at the same time and like our team continues to grow. So I think it's helped me be a better team member and kind of explaining myself and communicating properly and realizing like okay not everyone thinks the way that I think or works the way that I work like a, a something that I do they could do it completely different and like no matter what at the end of the day like you have to appreciate those differences and know the differences too um, which I think we learned a lot about in my managing and leading people because when you're a manager you're going to have you know eight ten different types of personalities and you have to really like know the strengths the weaknesses, all those types of things of each personality type. So I feel like I've done that too with my teammates and like obviously recognize my own strengths and weaknesses and try to play on those um, and work on definitely the weaknesses. 
So I feel like those soft skills have really helped me in everyday life at the daily group. I love well, that. That's beautiful. <laughs> I feel we like love everything Marissa says. <laughs> I feel like sometimes we just kind of forget about soft skills until mm-hmm. someone talks about them. And so I think that's yeah. insightful. Yeah. Because even when you were going through them, I was like, oh yeah, that's true. Like open communication <laughs> and setting expectations. Like I just feel like we forget about yeah. that on a day-to-day. So I also that. nothing yeah. like nothing sets the mood like having some solid soft skills, you know? Like it, <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> 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 but it, <laughs> oh gosh, I'm tired. <laughs> In the workplace, like understanding your coworkers, like they're different types of personalities and being able to work with them is key. Cause like you're not going to work with someone the way you work with, I mean, I'm not going to work with Marissa the same way I work with Noah because y'all are different people mm-hmm. and you need different things and we need different things out of each other. So really getting, taking the time to understand each of your coworkers is honestly something very sweet that you do and smart. <laughs> well, shifting out of grad school and into your life now, well, grad school is your life now, but shifting into your work life <laughs> Marissa, you are a digital community manager at the Daily Group. Give us a quick day in the life of what you do. I know this question is kind of loaded because your job probably, I know your job changes every day because we work together. (laughs) But just give me a quick rundown. Do whatever your heart desires. I think my headphones are, oh, there it goes. Oh, sorry. Is it working? Yeah, we hear you. Is this thing on? These difficulties. Okay, so a day in the life of my job, digital community manager. So most of the day I feel like is different. Like every other day is different. And also I'm not very good at having a good schedule with myself. Like I'm not good at like, oh, Mondays for this, Tuesdays for this. Like I feel like I'm kind of all over the place. But for the most part, I feel like it is a lot of writing content. So I do have six shopping centers that I do custom work for. So a lot of that is content writing, looking at fashion trends. I feel like I try to also read like an article a day about social media trends because I do also write a blog post for our client um, on like whatever's trending in social media or any kind of updates. So I feel like just kind of Intel learning and reading is like a decent amount. And then scheduling content... It's like the bane of my existence. Like sometimes I have like this thought the other day. I was like, man, I would pay someone to schedule this content for me. And I was like, oh my God, I'm literally paid to schedule this content. <laughs> like, uh... like I had that thought. I was like, I would pay someone to do this. I was like, I am literally paid to do this. So I just need to do it. Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> scheduling content. Um, also, I feel like we have, so I have three weekly calls with three different clients and I feel like those calls really like go off go off the wire sometimes like I had a call today and me and my client were talking about Vegas for like 30 minutes I was like what are we didn't even get to the main topic the whole meeting we were just talking about Vegas so I feel like kind of like chatting with clients is a fun part of the day um I feel like I have some fun ones um that's like another portion of my day in the life And then I would say working with the team, 
I feel like we've gotten really good at having like our little meetings where we brainstorm stuff and talk about ideas. I think we've gotten better at that recently. So that's been fun. Shout out Carly, who is our reels manager and gets us on track. Every call. Dog alert. (laughs) I forgot you had Charlie. Why are you working? I was like, what is that? Was that outside? Excuse us. We're recording a podcast. (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks for the shout out, Marissa. (laughs) But yeah, uh, the day in the life as a digital community manager is, there's just so much that goes to that. I mean, have y'all seen the memes of like social media people like wearing the 50 bajillion hats it's like art director video producer account executive um fedex driver i mean really (laughs) i can't tell you the amount of times i've gone to fedex (laughs) more than you would think more that's in my job description (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why that's making me laugh so hard well marissa what would you say, how has your work on the media side of the industry helped you in your current role on the advertising side? So I think it's helped a lot. I had a very old school editor when I worked at the magazine and she would go through my stories word by word, line by line. And it was kind of painful, not going to lie. Like it was not a fun experience, but I do think it helped me. No, it was. Um, but I do think it helped me overall. Like there's just so many different aspects of grammar and writing that we don't really like discuss, like concise writing. That's so important. Like I, now I've gotten like to be really bad at being a stickler with it. But like when I go through something that I'm reading and I see like so many, like to have not to be able to like, so drawn Mm -hmm. out, I feel like I really learned how to be more concise because in news writing, like that's the AP styles to be very concise, like not have it feathery or fluffy. And that's kind of translated to social media writing because I mean, everybody has such a short attention span. Like you kind of need to get your point across. And like, obviously with Twitter, Facebook and Instagram don't have a character count, but, or a character limit, but Twitter does. So I feel like just keeping everything short and concise was True. something I really learned to do at the magazine. Um, And then also I got to meet photographers that I worked with and I had a food photographer that I worked with and we became friends. And then when I switched over to the daily group, we needed a photographer for a big client shoot and I was able to recommend my friend. And so that was kind of cool. Like having someone, you know, on the industry that you met through work and like, kind of like, you know, women helping women and doing stuff like that and then when I saw her at the shoot like it just felt nice to like see a familiar face again like oh like we Uh haven't seen you in so long and it's so nice to like have that feeling that you're kind of creating this little network especially with Dallas because I mean they say when you work in journalism it's equivalent to like three years like one year in journalism is equivalent to three years as a normal person because you're like constantly meeting people constantly having to like learn about events and learn about stuff and interviewing people so I feel like that one year at the magazine like just taught me a lot and introduced me to a lot of things and people um, which I've been like able to carry over at the daily group and so that's been awesome oh well I think we should have announced this in the beginning but just listening to Marissa and hearing the talk reminded me to tell y'all that Marissa actually 
was awarded add to Dallas's 32 under 32. So that's, it's like specific for <laughs> Dallas for the American Advertising Federation Dallas chapter. She is one of the selected people. She is <laughs> 32 under 32, aka she's an advertising queen and she's under 32 years old and she is running this dfw <laughs> metroplex so huge congrats basically it's like forbes what is it 40 under 40 30 yeah. under 30 yeah. but like specifically for advertising in dallas so we love if it if y'all are listening you should really listen to what she's saying because <laughs> obviously she's doing something right <laughs> i honestly oh like i kind of for- i kind of forget about that like i feel like i I'm so uncomfortable sometimes with attention that I'm just like, oh yeah, that happened. I guess. No, every day uh, you should wake I've... up in the morning and say, I am 32 under 32. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I like that for yeah. you. Yeah, I, I also love, hard. I feel like, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, I feel like it can be really hard with like imposter syndrome. I know I have it really bad. Like I am so bad at recognizing like the work I do. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice to hear stuff like that from you guys too. Like I obviously work with you guys. So you like, you're not just like my mom telling me I'm doing a great job. Like you guys like work with me. So I feel like it is validating. And I don't know, that's, it's just like, it can be really hard when you don't feel like you deserve the accolade. So thank you guys for mentioning that and Aww. being so supportive. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we are, listen, y'all support your coworkers. Tell them the yeah. great, listen, I feel like a lot of times in a workplaces, you don't want to support your coworkers because it's also like, I mean, you're all trying to get higher in the company. You're all trying to get promoted. Like it can be a competition, but it's, it should, it really shouldn't be. So at the end of the day, it's a team effort. You all got to chip in. You're here literally most of your life. You're at work most of your life. So you might as well make it a great place to be, (laughs) you know? Yeah, I agree. Well, kind of wrapping up our little life as a digital community manager section, um, we've kind of talked about it, just that there's so many different hats that you wear, and you mentioned it, like you getting to talk to clients one hour, and then the next hour you're getting together content for reels, and the next hour you're writing a blog post. So what has kind of been your favorite aspects of, um, aspects, or I guess departments of, um, all the different things that you do as a digital community manager Mm, FedEx driver no (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, I would say like the content creation aspect like helping out with photo shoots the real shoots are really fun because we just get to like show our creativity and do like trends Um, so I would say maybe like more of the creative side And like recently we just had some new uh, business and I had to like completely rewrite a promotion um, for them because they had like certain things they didn't want in the like text. So just kind of like doing that creative aspect of it is my favorite part. Um, I would say I like that more than the client services part, like building spreadsheets. That's not my thing, but like the more fun part to me is like the being on the scene and assisting with the photo shoot and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Interesting. I I, I would kind of, <laughs> I, I see that, you know, uh, spoiler alert. I feel like 
<laughs> there's always some things Spoiler. Carly Carly and I like because we're just we talk all the time we just like forget to mention in this hour of recording but we're fully all digital community managers at the daily group and yeah. we all kind of do different <laughs> things but I did want to ask Carly kind of do you have a take on what your favorite things are as a digital community manager I really love getting to interact with clients I know a lot of people I mean sometimes easier than done I have great clients who are very nice to me and kind and have good communication skills. So like, I love talking to people and getting to talk to different people throughout the day. So I just as like 30 minute minutes I have with them bi-weekly is just like, I love it so much. Another favorite part of mine is getting to actually create content because I feel like same as Marissa, like I genuinely, that's what I love to do. Just create things. So creating our videos and shooting reels and getting just content in general is it's fun because it's like something that you can start from the ground up and if it's always expanding and changing um what you're shooting so I just like the ever I just like the um ever-changing like environment that our job is no day is the same I I like consistency but like consistency in a way that I'm going to go to work at nine. I'm going to eat lunch at 12. But through those periods and those times periods, I'm getting to do like 20 billion different things. And I think that's fun and exciting. I know some people don't like that, but that's, that's my jam. Me and Marissa like the same things, basically. <laughs> we get it. You're um, the same. I, I feel like also though, I think Carly has been really good with, like I mentioned before, like a reels manager. Like I don't really, I couldn't see myself doing that task. Like, I just don't think I would be very good at it because I don't know. I just don't, but I feel like Carly does such a good job of it. Like keeping us wrangled in with the reels and like finding Thank music you. and like doing transitions. Um, like I like, I like being to a tell part of that process. <laughs> <laughs> I like being part of that process, but I like the way that you handle it. And I'm just like, eh. like sometimes, like I do like, like the management type role, but I feel like sometimes I'm just like, no, I need someone to just tell me what to do. Cause I don't feel like thinking, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think that's an interesting thing about like working at an advertising agency is that you really need to have a person who like for each specific different task is kind of the leader of that. Cause mm -hmm. I'll say with our group, like we have a group of five people that, I mean, our team's bigger than that, but there's five digital community managers on our team. And each one of us are kind of in charge of something else. And if it wasn't that way, I think we would not be as like, I think organized and put together as we are because mm -hmm. that it's not all falling on one person besides, I mean, our boss, she does, she does technically manage all of us, but like our little day-to-day <laughs> -day tasks we have. I think that like Marissa pulls does a lot of writing and like the content calendar, making sure we're all getting the right holidays and all that stuff in our content, which is like kind of a no brainer. But if you don't have that, you kind of forget it. I'm saying mm -hmm. that has happened to me. So it's just nice to have like um, team members who can like pick up what they're good at and lead that. And the rest, we can just like, it's, it's a balance. It's a teamwork aspect. And I think it's also For about sure. like figuring out who, what people's strongest skill set is. Like mm -hmm. on my team too, like in the past, I've had conversations where 
like my old supervisor really hated writing social content but liked writing like blog and long form content so Mm -hmm. it was really easy to and me I don't mind like I wouldn't say writing social funny little punny captions is my favorite thing in the world but I I enjoy it and honestly writing long form stuff takes so long that like I'd rather pass it off and so just being able to be like I don't like this or I really like this uh to your coworkers has been like helpful to just understand where everyone is at and I think people just forget to say what they like and what they don't like yeah Yeah. oh yeah like I think we're just all kind of expected to like love everything and I think being able to say oh I don't really like doing that or I'd prefer this or this is too time consuming Mm -hmm. you know just like being comfortable to be vocal about like where your skill set is that obviously doesn't mean that you're not going to ever have to not not have to do do that yeah like it's your job but it's also like that's the great thing about being able to work on a team and just being being able to pass the plate pass the plate we're rebranding pass the plate sorry disney channel (laughs) (laughs) okay marissa on to the fun stuff before we wrap this podcast up we have to know two things and the first thing is if you had a dream client and or project what would that be um, I would say like a dream client would be re- like luxury retail. We already work in retail, but I would love like a it super- ain't luxury. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was- it's better than luxury. <laughs> um, I would like a luxury brand like Louis Vuitton, something like that. Not me trying not to be specific, but Louis Vuitton. I can so see you um, doing that. Something that, like I think, the brand manager of Louis Vuitton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just something like that. Uh, but like, obviously later down when I'm more seasoned, I could see that as like a mature woman who like wears her slick back bun and you know what I mean? Has like Louis Vuitton briefcase. I don't know why I'm giving you this image, but that, that's my image of me like in the far future, like a, a very grown woman working at Louis Vuitton and like going to fashion week. That's, that's the vision. Can you tell we're in advertising, always thinking creatively about our future, <laughs> hairdo and everything? Whole <laughs> I love Picture that. This. I think it's good to have big dreams. That's a big dream that I definitely mm-hmm. think you could have. Yeah. With Miss MBA. Like, I would say like, you know, like 10 years, like at not anytime soon, but like the next stage in life, whenever that may be, that would be great. Tomorrow. <laughs> Did you say tomorrow? Yes. <laughs> Next stage in life tomorrow. <laughs> well, oh my gosh. No, do you want to ask the last question? Uh, yeah. Okay, Marissa. Last question. Most important question that you'll ever answer. <laughs> ever in your entire life. What the hell is advertising to you? So advertising to me is being a tastemaker. Um, I Ooh. think like over... over the history of society like advertising has just told people like this is what's cool this is what's interesting you know like you're not really selling just a product like you're selling a lifestyle so I think we're impacting that as a whole no matter what no matter what part of advertising you do like your taste making you're telling people what they should buy or what they should like um not in a negative way but just some, some people like to be shown what to like. I mean, we have influencers. Those are tastemakers. And those are like the newest form of advertising. Um, 
So that's what I would consider it to be. Okay, tastemaker. I love that. (laughs) I love that for so many reasons, but one of the reasons I really love it the most (laughs) is because (laughs) I just said love so many times. Why I love it the most is because I think if you compare it to people, like in your friend groups, everyone's different and everyone influences you in different ways. And that's great because you can't have every good quality or every bad quality that ever is into the universe. But if you like compare that to advertising, that's how, how influencers kind of are. And like what ad campaigns are doing, like they're showing you different things of each campaign or a product or a a type of lifestyle they're trying to sell or, and just bring awareness to like advertising isn't always selling. Sometimes it's just bringing awareness to things like I headspace the app. That's a beautiful, wonderful thing that I have found out through advertising. And so Mm -hmm. I think having the taste making mindset behind advertising really helps show what advertising is now compared to what it used to be. So I love that, Marissa. Thank you. Yeah. And I think Headspace did that campaign for the election, but like being being like calm and stuff. So like even that, I feel like that was like taste making, like making kind of light of the situation and showing people like they should care about their mental health. Exactly. And they, they weren't selling you a brain for mental health. Right. Right guys. (laughs) They were, they, they were raising awareness of mental health. So that's beautiful. Beautiful, lovely, wonderful. <laughs> oh, the Martha I have something funny. Oh, I wanted to add about me and Carly. So, Carly, this is just a little fun fact. Carly and I share a Canva account, oh. and so we always we always see what each other is doing in there. And we have this one template that we both share to make gifts. And neither of us like has the energy to create a new template. We just use the same template over and over. Like, and like every time I log in, it's like new photos. So that's just like, it's, it's called three pick gif. <laughs> and I swear it's the most constant thing in our life. We use it every day and every, every day, yeah. multiple times a day, the pictures change in it. And for a while, yeah. none of us ever said anything. We just like, <laughs> we're doing it. I love that. I love Canva. Yeah. Canva. I love three pick yeah. I love three pick <laughs> oh my gosh Canva really is our girl Canva's I think the Can- girl. Oh, she's I love an it Canva. girl she's a material girl if you will material girl <laughs> <laughs> well listen I think that's all we have Marissa thanks for joining us this is fun Marissa, thank you so much. We love you. And also to our listeners, Marissa's even more of a champ. We really screwed up our first audio and Marissa did it a second time for us. So major cheers. I wish I had a clap button right now. I'll just do it. (laughs) Thank you, Marissa, for being the best guest. That was beautiful. The best guest. We love you dearly. Um, Oh, gosh. And if you ever want to reach out to Marissa or get in contact, we'll link her LinkedIn and whatever else she likes um, when you see this post. Oh my gosh. Thank y'all for joining us. We'll we'll chat with y'all next week. Oh, we have exciting guests coming too. We have exciting guests. Hint, hint. 
there's no hints actually you just have to <laughs> wait for it yeah oh my gosh well thank y'all for joining with us third episode down we're third for episode real. down we're on a first roll. one down ain't nothing gonna stop us so, yeah <laughs> and original. now that's on the pod so we're gonna that's do we're gonna do all all of it oh my gosh well thank y'all so much <laughs> see you next week we'll see y'all later and- Bye. see you later adios bye Mwah.